Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time Tonight we're going to revisit one of Wings LPs that, in my opinion, never got a fair shake. Their seventh and final album, 1979's Back to the Egg. After guitarist Jimmy McCulloch and drummer Joe English left the band during the London Town sessions, McCartney found himself in a similar situation as he was during the Band on the Run sessions. Wings was once again a three-piece. The main difference was that McCulloch and English had played on the majority of the album before quitting. After London Town was released, McCartney knew that he needed to find a new drummer and guitarist, and this time Denny Lane would be the one to bring the new musicians to the group. He had met guitarist Lawrence Juber when he appeared as a guest on the David Essex Show in 1977, and Juber was working as the guitarist in the house band. Drummer Steve Holly was a neighbor of Lane's, and joined Wings in time to appear in the promotional video for London Town's lead single with a little luck, although he didn't play on the track. He decided to join Wings after he turned down a position with Elton John's band. After the relatively mellow feel of London Town, McCartney wanted to record a harder rocking album, so he recruited producer Chris Thomas, the first time Wings had used an outside producer since their 1973 single, Live and Let Die, which George Martin had produced. Thomas was the producer for the Sex Pistols' 1977 Nevermind the Bullocks album, so a punk new wave sensibility would definitely be heard and felt on Back to the Egg. Thomas had first met McCartney when he was brought in to engineer the White Album sessions while George Martin was on holiday. He also played Mellotron on the continuing story of Bungalow Bill, piano on Long Long Long, electric piano on Savoy Truffle, and harpsichord on Piggies. After the Beatles, he produced Pink Floyd, Roxy Music, The Pretenders, Elton John, In Excess, and others. McCartney had recently been working with Thomas on the audio for two films documenting Wings' last world tour, Wings Over the World, a television documentary, and the 1980 cinema release Rock Show, and thought that another set of ears would be productive for the new album. Unfortunately, most critics dismissed the album as the sorriest grab bag of dreck in recent memory, an irritating display of disjointed images and unfocused musical snapshots, and stated that this ex-Beatle has been lending his truly prodigious talents to some of the laziest records in the history of rock and roll. Although the majority of reviews were rather harsh, Billboard's reviewer gave Back to the Egg spotlight status, meaning the most outstanding new product of the week's releases, and that it had the greatest potential for top-of-the-chart placement. Cream Magazine's Mitchell Cohen also gave the album a good review, stating that the album's second side was a collection of McCartney performances that string together like Abbey Road work, and praised McCartney's vocals relative to his past work, writing, All of the current tracks are terser, sung better, have less of what I suppose would be called the recording artist's equivalent of camera consciousness. Although the LP sold over 1 million copies in the U.S. and reached number 8 in the U.S. and number 6 in the U.K., the singles failed to have much of an impact, and as this was the first album with Columbia in the U.S., the record company was disappointed. The album is rather eclectic, with a blend of guitar-heavy songs such as Spin It On, Old Siam Sir, To You, and Getting Closer, with acoustic-based numbers like We're Open Tonight, the gospel-tinged Bayou-flavored medley of After the Ball a Million Miles, the quasi-classical sound of Winter Rose Love Awake, the funk jazz vibe of Arrow Through Me, the straight-ahead jazz of Baby's Request, although I have no idea why a real trombone wasn't used for the solo, and the massive sound of the Rockestra theme and So Glad to See You Here. Denny Lane's Again and Again and Again and McCartney's To You adds a Beatlesque quality to the album, and Lawrence Juber's guitar solo fed through a harmonizer controlled by McCartney in the control room is quite striking. Recording for the album began in June 1978 at Spirit of Ranachan Studios in Scotland, a larger recording facility on the McCartney's Campbelltown farm. They used equipment loaned from Mickey Most's R.A.K. studio in London. After a month there and a break to allow for school summer holidays, the group reconvened on September 11th at Lim Castle in Kent. Recording took place mainly in the castle's Great Hall, with Holly's drum kit positioned in the fireplace. The readings for reception and the broadcast were taken from books found in the library and were overdubbed in the kitchen by the owners of Lim Castle, Harold and Deidre Marguerite. On October 3rd, the group moved to Abbey Road Studios to record the Rockestra theme and So Glad to See You Here by an all-star group comprised of James Honeyman Scott from The Pretenders, Hank Marvin of The Shadows, The Who's Pete Townsend, Pink Floyd's David Gilmore, Led Zeppelin's John Paul Jones and John Bonham, the attraction's Bruce Thomas, and the horn section from Wing's 7576 World Tour, consisting of Howie Casey, Tony Dorsey, Thaddeus Richard, and Steve Howard. 
Keith Moon was meant to participate, but had died shortly before the sessions, and Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton were also scheduled to appear, but never made it to the session. The song Rockestra Theme won a Grammy Award for Best Rock Instrumental Performance in 1980. As the year came to a close, Wings moved to McCartney's newly built replica studio, located at MPL Soho Square offices for overdubs. The studio was an exact replica of EMI Studio 2 and was built so McCartney could record there when the original Studio 2 was booked, which was often. Sessions continued there in January and February of 79 when the group recorded overdubs on McCartney's solo recording of the disco-styled Goodnight Tonight. They also recorded Daytime Nighttime Suffering, and the two songs were released as a single to coincide with the airing of the long-delayed Wings Over the World special. Wings toured the UK in support of the album and filmed a TV special to promote it, but the planned world tour ended in January 1980 when McCartney was arrested in Japan for possession of drugs. The group disbanded early the following year. There are definitely production elements that gave the album a modern feel, and after the relatively safe sound of London Town, Back to the Egg was a very edgy and underrated album in the McCartney canon. Tonight we're going to hear either stripped-down mixes or demos of each song from the record. We'll begin with Side A, or for those of you who own the original vinyl, Sunny Side Up. Enjoy. What did you do when you made the deputy sheriff? Well, we were after a, a man who was uh, apparently had been doing something pretty desperate, and they were anxious to, to get on his track. And I think there were six of us all together, started off.
We're back with side two, or the over-easy side of Back to the Egg. Okay, Phil, play the demo. Play trolling. Well, if the same thing happened to you 
After the ball, after the ball, you were the one out in the hall. You were the one, the one who would love me after the ball.
chance and we'll take it. We may win or we may lose. We may even have to cut and run for it. Well, 
won't be the first time I've run, and it won't be the first time I've been caught. It's the game that matters. Brother, I am proud to know you. This is one of the greatest moments I have ever experienced. I think I sense the situation when I say that we all esteem it an honor to breathe the rather inferior atmosphere of this station here along with our little friend. I guess we should all go home and treasure the memory of his face as the whitest thing in our museum of recollections. And perhaps this good woman will also go home and wash the face of our little brother here. I'm inspired with a new faith in mankind. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish to present to you a sure enough saint only wants a halo to be transfigured. Stand right up. I'm going to play the next number for everyone, okay? Instead of all the guitars, have something. Just have something going. Verses, chorus, two verses, chorus, and uh, well, this is what we find. <laughs> <laughs>
quick tune up. You just check your tuning on guitars. Hey, tune in, hi, hi. Last one of the day, and we're going on. Ready to roll? Yep, okay. There we go. Rolling the tape. When the moon lays his head on a pillow And the stars settle down for a rest just do me one small favor I beg you, please play me my baby's request It's the song that we heard when we started Now the birds have all flown from our nest But you could bring back memories departed by playing my baby's request My baby said That she knows how it goes But you're the one that really knows So come ahead Just one more time and then we'll go to bed She knows how it goes, but you're the one who really knows. So go ahead, just one more time, and then we'll go to bed. When the moon lays his head on a pillow, and the stars settle down for a rest, just do me. One small favor, I beg you, please play me my baby's request. Mm, play me my baby's request. Please play me my baby's request. One more Well, that's it for this week, Beatles fans. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and you've been listening to a special Back to the Egg edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Tune in every Sunday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, to hear more deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, solo cuts, live tracks, and much, much more. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the Facebook page for I Want to Tell You. You can pick up the book at Amazon.com or for a signed copy, thebeatlesiwanttotellyou.com. See you next week.